I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Here's Boucher. The three got it from Montreal. His name is Chris Boucher. What's going on, folks? Stand up. So, have any of you guys seen Hustle Play already? So, we try to bring you the best content possible. We try to bring you a lot of cussing. I haven't cussed one time today, so I'm doing a really good job. It's so ni- the night is early, my friend. The night is early. <laughs> so, listen, we spoke about the Slim Duck Foundation. I was going to get into that a little bit. Yeah. But uh, for those who don't know, my name is Mike Roach. And we're just going to jump straight into this thing because we're, we're on a timeline. Okay, folks? So... CB, what's going on with you, man? <laughs> um, not much, man. We came back from Orlando yesterday. Um, that's it. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> Let's get into it. Everything's cool, man. I'm healthy. Everything's fine. Tough two games. Not like that. I just, <laughs> listen. I know we got a lot of to figure it out, but I'm saying he asked what I, how I was. I'm cool. Okay, now, first of all, it was, it was a tough two games. We all saw it. Yeah. We all saw it. Yeah, that's uh, First of all, chew the hell out for people going crazy on Twitter and IG and TikTok and everything yes. else. You were pretty much at the same spot last year. Okay? No, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't, I'm not that, like, you know, obviously losing those games – you know, like, I'm not happy about it. But I do I do think that we need those just to realize, like, anybody could beat us in the NBA, and we need to fuck. Sorry, my language. Told you. But we need to figure, figure it out, to be honest with you. Like, there's so, like, you know, like, some teams we know we're way better than them, and we're playing at their level. Um, we're starting games, you know, down 20, and then we're trying to make a comeback. That, that just doesn't work, so... I think, you know, obviously we're starting to realize that a lot more. Um, obviously, we're trying to get things together and the coaching and everything and the subs. And, you know, there's so much stuff going on that um, it takes some time. And to be honest with you, last year we were 20, 20, 23 and 23. I still remember that like it was yesterday. And we still make it to the playoffs. So now that we still got 55 games, let's say we go on a 20, point, 20 game at 20 and 5. You guys gonna say the same thing, or you guys gonna be happy? You know, like this, this is how it really goes. Like you know, like when we're down, you guys gotta stay up with us, cause when we're up, we want you here. To, you know, we wanna hear it too. And listen, 
I like the crowd in here today, man. Yeah, man. This is like the nice. the pre the pre Raptors championship crowd, not the bandwagon crowd yeah, man. that nice, came man. after. You guys are good. You guys Make are some good. noise, folks. Make good. some noise. And you know what? I also want to give a shout out to. I gotta give a shout out to William Liu. Yeah, William. Let's. You know, just a few months ago, William and Chris wanted to punch each other in the face. I didn't want to punch him in the face. I just wanted him to shut up. That's all. Listen, what is it about Listen. guys named Will and Chris? Listen. Don't talk about anybody's hair in here. I don't know if Will... Nah, man. Listen. I don't have no problem with nobody. Too soon? No? Huh? I have no problem with nobody. <laughs> My life is good. Listen. <laughs> but seriously, getting back to the Raptors, though, what is that <laughs> message like in the room after a tough two-game slide like that? You guys got to figure it out. <laughs> okay. Now, is there a separate message from the coaching staff compared to the players? I mean, we get so much from, like, you know, Pascal and Fred and all that. Tad, they usually do the talking. You know, like, we need to figure it out. We need to play together. We got to stand for each other, blah, blah, blah. But usually when it's a coach or whatever, it's like, you guys can't keep doing this. Same mistakes and stuff like that. So I think the coach, like the coaching staff, they've seen, like we got a core. They've seen us play. They've seen the best basketball out of it. So they know when this is not what it's supposed to be like. They know when it doesn't look right. So, I mean, they think, they probably think like, you know what, for a core that's been together for so long, they're going to figure it out and all that, which I think we will. Um but also, it's you know when you start getting, we start losing to the Magic and whatever else, man. They got some talent though. Okay. Guess not. No, but I mean they got talent, but so is us. You know what I'm saying? We're good too. You know, like we went to the playoff last year. Who, who they got that changed from last year? They went and got Bobo. They went and got Bobo. They got the rookie. Uh, ben Chiro. And then who else is new? Wagner. He was there last year. He was a rookie. Nice. He's nice, but I'm saying, like, we got talent, too. We got Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year. Pascal. Pascal, all-star. Fred, all-star. We got a lot of guys. Gary Trent, he, one of the best shooters. Shot makers. So we're up there. Me. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. What do you, now, now listen, seriously though, seriously folks. I like that. She got energy. Um, <laughs> what do you have to say about the people who are hating on the one, Fredith Van Vliet? Um, well, they still didn't get the, the message, bet on yourself. I think that's something that Fred been saying the whole time, he's been bet on himself, and now he's struggling, he's still gonna bet on himself. And when he comes out of this, then, you know, obviously, they say I always bet on the house, so I'm betting on the house. Let's talk a I little. I like that, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Your boy over here to the left. Yeah, man, he understands what I'm saying. It's all good. Now, Scotty Barnes, people say, is in a little bit of a slump, okay, depending on what you consider a slump. A guy like him, what advice do you give to, to him to try to get out of this? Uh, keep your head up. Um, you know, obviously we know what you could do. Uh, he's super talented. Um, you know, his assist went up, his three-point shooting went up. So he's not that bad, obviously. Um, a lot of things got better. Uh, like I said, all I hear about is they want him to be more aggressive. 
But to be honest with you, like I do think that when he's got it all figured out, it's gonna come back naturally. Um, right now, like I said, it's all about figuring out. Like I said, the lineups change all the time. Sometimes we start Gary. Sometimes we start Christian Coloco. Yesterday we started Cam. Um, he just don't. It's it's hard to just get a little, you know, kind of like a little routine, a, a little routine of, rhythm. Yeah, and honestly, like we're playing. A, with injury, Pascal didn't play most most of the time because he was hurt. Then he comes back, you know. So we lose Precious, we lose Otto. You know, now Ancho sometimes is in. Tad was starting for like four or five games at the center. Like things hasn't been the same for so long that um, it just takes time. Like I said, when we when we're gonna find something that's gonna work and the lineup is gonna be the same and the, and we know who is gonna do what and everybody's gonna have a role, I think we're gonna be amazing. Like, we got players that could come off the bench, we got players that could start, we got players that plays defense, that could shoot. Like, we're, we, and we all like 6'9", which, which you guys all know that. So, obviously, it's gonna figure it out. Speaking of players who can shoot, Gary Trent Jr., uh, he's been coming off the bench lately. He seems kind of rejuvenated now. Yeah, that would do that to you. <laughs> How does it change things for you now? I have, a, I have one of the top scorers coming off the bench that I could play with. You know, all you got to do is really give him the ball. He's going to find a way to score. So that really helps. Um, I think that, um, you know, obviously coming off the bench, you probably get to see the game and see where you're going to get your shots and all that. And I think he's doing a really good job at that. It's like um, as a starter, you play with Pascal and OG and all that. You get the ball a little bit less. But as coming off the bench, you come in with me, Tad, whatever. Tad's the faster, you know what I'm saying? I just stay in the corner sometimes or whatever. You see me there. So Gary, you know, he's going to get the ball and try to figure it out what he could do. And usually the paint is pretty much open for him off the bench just because he is the main guy, but he is also the guy that we're going to give the ball to. I want to talk Precious Achua because you mentioned him the other day. Triple H. And uh, give a shout out to Precious Achua, man. <laughs> so you talked about him being like your tag team partner. Yeah. Right? Are, you, are you a big wrestling guy? Yes. You yes. are? Okay. Not uh, anymore, though. Not like, anymore? No. You're talking about back in the day? Like, who back are you watching? Days, I used to watch like, The Rock, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Kane, all those guys. Now they got, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, he cool. I like him. <laughs> Head of the table. Like Let's that. do some wrestling teammate comparisons. Okay. Let's start off with you. Yeah. Who I'm would you be? The most electrifying? I'm definitely The Rock. The Rock? Uh -huh. All right. I, I like it. I have to. Fred Van Vliet. No, I would say Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fred? Yes. Because through the injury, he still comes back and gives you a show. And you know how Stunt Stunko was walking, he had like a knee brace and everything. You know, <laughs> you know he's still in there like trying to just, that's, that's why I go with him. So you're saying he's half crippled? I'm, say, I'm saying he's like the more, he gives you a show even though he's hurt or even though he's not going through. And this is like, it's amazing to see. I've seen Freddie like, you know, been hurt, both knees hurts and whatever. And he goes over there and gives you 30. OG Ananobi. Bobby Lashley. Just bullying people, just being everybody that he sees around. Pascal Siakam. Edge. Okay, I like that. See how people are hating, they not really know much about him, but like he really won a lot of championship and all that. Like that's Edge is Edge is like the rated R superstar. 
Canadian too. That's yeah, right. and he's Canadian. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Last Don't one. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. Shawn Michaels. Bang on. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. Star boy. <laughs> now listen, I, I got to ask you about this, okay? This is not a wrestler, but I want to ask you about playing against Zion Williamson, looking like Black Thanos. That dude looks like he eats loaves of bread for breakfast. Like, he's a big dude. What is it like playing against him? You just played against him, what, a few days ago? Yeah, um, man. Uh, where do I start? Um, he's really athletic. Let's start there. Strong. Mm -hmm. And, like, he, like I, he has a better finish than I thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously... Um, he could dunk and all that, but I didn't know he had like you know a couple hooks and mid range and all that. So he's quick too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's gonna run through. Like if you're right there, he's going with you. Like it doesn't matter what you do. Like, I try to take a charge and they call a blocking, and I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that was not good. <laughs> Question for people in the audience: Did you happen to see the dunk at the end of the Phoenix game with Pelicans? Okay, that was tough. Now, my question to you, so there's, there is that unwritten rule, right? Yeah. You don't do that. I loved it. I, did you guys enjoy that? I enjoyed it too. What's, too. what's your opinions, your thoughts on that? Well, I watched the interview and they were like, oh, it's so disrespectful and all that, and I was clapping, so I really understand it. <laughs> it didn't matter to me, but I understand what they're saying. Like, the game is over, and it's already tough that you lost. Now you finish it that way. I kind of understand, but the dunk was so nice, I didn't care. <laughs> it was really nice. You, 360 windmill? I want people to start yelling out a few names. Aside from Zion Williamson, who do you want to see in the dunk contest? No. Oh, Chris Boucher. It's John it's, Morant. It's in Utah. It's in Utah. I don't want to go there. Let's go. Okay. Jalen Green. Okay, that's Jaylen a good Jalen Green would be good. OG. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. OG. Interesting. OG would be good. <laughs> okay. OG I'll give you three names right now, and you tell me who you would think win a dunk off. Jalen Green, John Morant, Zion Williamson. Zion. Zion. Zion? Yeah. I feel like John Morant? Jai's athletic. Like, he catches lives or whatever, and he, like, he jumps super high. But, like, it's so impressive to see a guy that's, like, 300 pounds jumping that high. <laughs> Like, how does he get that? Like, you know, like, I've seen a lot of guys that jump super high, and, like, I jump kind of high, but I'm skinny, you know? Like, but 
He's like 300 pounds jumping high. Do you know what it feels when you're in the air with somebody that's jumped like that? Like, you're just like jumping with a fridge. Like, you're definitely getting bumped. You're definitely getting bumped. Like, it's crazy. Listen, that, crazy. Would, be, that would be a gift for us all. Okay? I'm trying to take a charge. Gift. I'm out of there. Now, it would be a gift for us to see that kind of dunk off. But Ooh. I want to know, uh, what is Christmas Day like in your household first? We eat a lot of food, uh, dance a lot of, to the music, play dominoes. Um, yeah, party, party. Who are you buying gifts for? Um, everybody, to be honest with you. I, at first, I didn't have to, but now, now I'm stuck. Now you got the three-year deal. You got no choice. Yeah. They don't even tell me. They're like, I like that. <laughs> okay, I know Christmas is coming. I got you. <laughs> got you. All right, guys, we're strapped for time. We're going to get some questions in from the fans. Ahmed, how are we going to do this tonight? Oh. Where's the microphone? No, we got a microphone. We got Gwen over here with the microphone. Who we got first? Hey, Chris. So we were just talking about Christmas. What would your ideal Christmas gift be? Good question. Uh, for me? Yeah, for you. Um, anything that is involved in video games, you got me. Like, I like video games. It doesn't matter what it is. I just, I like to play video games. So, Are you on Warzone? Yeah, I don't like it, the new one, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that bad, but I just, yeah. I'm so stuck to the last one, you know. But it's cool, though. I play multiplayer more. You know, obviously my brother better than me, but it's cool. Yeah, he has All more right. time. <laughs> Video games. I, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, when my mother was working in the evening, I used to take the presents out, play with it, wrap that shit up, and <laughs> put it right back underneath the tree when she came home. Man, we ain't had gifts Christmas gift at that time. All right. Um, which former Raptor that you played with do you miss the most? Kyle Lowry. Aww. Yeah. That was an easy one. Yeah. I think he gave me the most assist I ever had in my career. That's it. Uh, he'll just find me. Uh, all you have to do is roll, and he'll just find you. Like, it was so easy. I, w I want to piggyback off that question for a bit. So you said Kyle Lowry. Forget about basketball for a second. What is it about the man, him, that you miss the most? That dog, man. Like, just, like, I felt like we were never out of game, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would just snap out of it, and, like, what they say, what Jack said, poke the bear. As soon as you did that, it was over. Like, things was just changing. Referee and calling fouls for us now. You know, like, <laughs> lay out the ball, just bounced four times and just goes in. <laughs> need, we, need it. we need a lot more than that, you know? But I feel you. Fred, I think Fred is doing a really good job, and honestly, he's figuring it out, but he's going to get to that point, too. And like I said, it's going to be dangerous. Just time. Yes. Hey, Chris. Um, you went to a lot of CBL games in the summer. What is, what's it been like to see a professional team in Montreal? Oh, that was great, to be honest with you. Uh, we got the assistant GM over there. <laughs> Put your hand up, Ibrahim. <laughs> Thank you very much. But, yeah, it was nice, to be honest with you, like, just to get basketball in Montreal, in my city. Um, you know, like, we didn't even, we weren't even that good, but, like, the crowd was there. They were always showing up and trying to cheer for us or whatever. 
I'm saying us like I play for the team. But um, yeah, it was nice to be honest with you. And obviously, um, it's just gonna keep growing. And but I think that league did a really good job to be honest with you. And like all the all way, the way over at the there. back. Let's get some folks in the back in too, man. Yeah, you going you gonna have some track to do. Hi, Chris. Uh, just asking, uh, would you ever consider like playing for Team Canada? And what do you think of our chances with our team coming up? Good question. I think that we are really good. I think that we have a lot of players. I mean, a lot more than we ever had. Um, during that time, I couldn't play because I was dealing with contract and all that, and I got hurt. Um, but yes, I think our chances are super high. Um, who would say no to go to the Olympics? Clear like that. Okay, first of all, first of all, if Canada had all the players that we should have playing, we should be top five in the world. Without do, a doubt. We do look really good. You know, I really think that um, it kind of looked like a Team USA a little bit. You know, we got a lot of guys, you know, Jamal, Shay, me, RJ, Dwight, Olenek. i keep going, okay? But the list is long. So. All right, in the back of the room. Hey, Chris. Um, I wonder how annoying is it when coaches or teammates always tell you to bulk up or put on weight? Is it hard to always eat a lot of calories during the day or to put on that muscle and mass to be like a power forward or center in the league? I mean, it depends on what stage you are in your career, to be honest with you. Um, if you're young, obviously they're going to try to get the most potential out of you. Uh, they probably just Okay, he's 18, he probably could be 6'5 in two days, and they're going to give you whatever they can for that. But I, I think when you, as you get older, as, you get, as they start realizing who you are and what you could do and how your body is, um, what's really hard is to stay healthy. Like, it's so hard for a lot of people. Like, injuries happen all the time. Like, do you guys remember one time the Raptors was healthy for the whole season? Okay. So it's like that for everybody in the NBA. So I think that's one thing. But um, they do take care of you. So, like, if you do the right thing, if you actually, like, you're going to get stronger somehow, some way. Your shot's going to get better somehow, some way, if you actually put in the work. There's a lot of guys that don't put in the work. <laughs> and they be out the league so fast. So the Raptors do a really good job with that. Like, they were the best for getting players better. I and mean, it shows why. Like, they put in a lot of time, and they make sure that you do the right thing. We can't have him bulk up. It's called Slim Duck Foundation, folks. All right? I'm just going to send it to Swole Duck. Not Bulk Duck. <laughs> Wait till I'm like 40 and I like everything just don't fuck leave um, my mouth. Ahmed, <laughs> how much time we have for a couple more? All right, let's go. All right, hi, Chris. Raptors Dan here. Um, if you could take any basketball skill or and life skill from any of your teammates, which skill would be? It's just my teammates, or I could go from your teammates. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, uh, Interesting. I'll question. take Freddie's IQ because I do think Freddie has a high IQ, and if I had that IQ, then because sometimes you know I get the ball and the guys open in the corner, but I don't have this IQ yet, so I shoot it. <laughs> if I had that, probably I get a little bit more assists, you know. <laughs> Who do we got next, Amit? I had a question, actually. What was the locker room reaction when uh, OG posted on IG? That guy never posts on IG. Bro, the last time he posted was like 2017. 
Um, honestly, I thought Instagram was going to shut down everything because, like, there's no activity in OG's IG. Like, nothing. Like, I asked him. I was like, bro, I get pictures of you and, and you don't post it. I post you as a friend. It's all good. But, like, but uh, he said he's, he wanted to interact more with you guys. He felt like he um, kind of l- got lost into the focusing on basketball, which is good because he's doing well. But um, it was nice. I mean, we all were surprised. We were all asking if it was him first or if it was a fake account, but then <laughs> it was him. Hey, Chris. Uh, around this time last year when your big turnaround started, you uh, shared a comment about how film study and meditation were very instrumental in that change. I'm sort of wondering, like, are you willing to comment about how that practice has evolved in the year since and you've, you know, started out and you've been really consistent and, you know, looked great. So how has that sort of evolved and how does it play a role in your preparation week in, week out? Um, I mean, it is, it, I got to a point where um, I just didn't know what was wrong. You know, I know myself as a player and um, my shot was not going in and like, I just, there was so much stuff going wrong that I didn't know what I had to do. So the one thing I, I told myself was it might be a mental. I talked to my, my people and they always told me like, well, you've always been the same player, but we don't feel like you're playing the same way. We don't feel like your energy is at the right place. So I ended up doing a lot of meditation just to focus on myself, just be f- uh, free-minded. And it ended up you know, making me realize that um, there's more important stuff than be a scorer or whatever. So now I'm just in here like trying to take the hits, trying to play hard. Um, do the little things because obviously we got a lot of talents and just you know out of like 10 players that we really play in the game i think there's a lot of stuff that i could do that nobody mm. can do too yeah hey chris uh who's the hardest center to guard in the nba Um, the hardest center to, uh, the hardest center, obviously, Joel Embiid. I think he was, he's really tough to guard, but I don't think he's the strongest. I think the strongest was Steven Adams. He could, he could definitely lift a cow with his finger. Like, he's so strong. I try to box out this guy, and obviously, I don't box out a lot. So, the one time I tried, was not it. Steven Adams is a guy that if he looks at you, you'll probably get thrown over the couch. That boy, he do look like Roman Reigns, too. Yeah, that's kind of true. Kind of. He looked like Aquaman. Do you, you know what I have? I was wondering, do you have any pet peeves on the court? I mean, if you don't put no deodorant and you just come in there smelling, there's a problem. Who stinks on the court? Listen, I I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not going to say no name, but we had a few candidates, you know what I'm saying, that just came in the game and you're like, I'm not even going to box you out. Like, this is this is bad. This is just bad. Don't say the name, say the team. Nah, it's so cool. He might know Try who to I'm, get he him might there. know, he might know, because I'm not the first one that just figured that out. All right, he didn't bite. We didn't yeah, get him on yeah, that one. Nah, you ain't gonna get me or not with that. <laughs> I got you. What about off the court, pet peeves? Um, I think the one thing I hate is like people that just um, think they got it all figured out without even having figured it out. So if you, if I have a conversation with you and you're talking about whatever, um, how you like cats, right? And I mean, I'm sitting in here and I'm a cat specialist and I'm hearing you and everything you say makes no sense, but you talking to me like it does, dog, that kills me. Because now I can't follow the conversation and I still got to sit here and listen to you. It's so too much. So if you want to play this out, I'll be the cat guy. No, 
No, I don't want to. I said it's a pet peeve. I don't want it to happen. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Chris, if you can pick anybody dead or alive, yeah. sit down, speak to, who would it be? Uh, probably Bob Marley. Yeah, I like his music. I would have just wanted to know how did he feel when he did the music? What was he thinking? And after the music came out and then he changed a lot of people's life, like what was going on? Like, because honestly, I listen to that music and it makes me feel good. So I wonder how he won, how did he figure it out that it was going to make a lot of people feel good? Like, don't worry. Like, that is a kill.